Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AG Chase Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Jeff Duncan. He is the man when it comes to understanding what's going on in this incredibly dynamic uh, Saints offseason. Man, you know, will we come out of this a winner? Or will we have some big holes before it's all said and done? They're making some big bets, and it will be so interesting. And we're lucky to be able to stay in touch with Jeff through the uh, through the off season and during the season here every Friday on Coast View. Hey, you may have uh, you may have tuned in a few weeks ago when I had um, my initial conversation with Thomas. Thomas Jennon. He's a restaurant entrepreneur here in coastal Mississippi. He owns the Blind Tiger. Uh, Marina Cantina in Gulfport. He's building another Marina Cantina in uh, Ocean Springs. We had a terrific conversation, but I said during the conversation that I had regretted we d- that I didn't take a whole hour to spend with, with Thomas because there's so much to talk about, and uh, we enjoyed it. In fact, I, I, I looked this morning, and it's one of the more popular shows we've done on Coast View in, uh, in, the, in recent weeks. And uh, it's what I decided to do with the, with the opening of uh, Marina Canteen Ocean Springs, not far around the corner, and some really interesting kind of sub-stories we never really got to. I decided to invite Thomas back and to uh, cut, sort of just continue the conversation. So without any further ado, let me say welcome back to Coast You, Thomas. Welcome back. Glad it's to be- good to see you. So where are you today? So last time we talked, you were, I think, sitting in one of your restaurants. Where are you today? Today I'm actually uh, in my dining room. Um, I had to. I was in Ocean Springs earlier, and I'm on my way back. I have to take my little girl to an orthodontist appointment. Yeah, good. So, no, not a dull moment, man. When you're yeah. running multiple no, companies. Mama took, her, mama took her on the first one. I get to take her on this one. Yeah, well, that sounds like what Ann and I did. My wife Ann, we we try to share those responsibilities too. Hey, so uh, give us an update. How's the Ocean Springs uh, Marina Cantina going? Uh, ma'am, I just left this morning, and I just got a text message uh, from my construction guy. We uh, we should get a CO from the city tomorrow. Uh, really? Yeah, we we were given our health department clearance on Friday. Um, if we get the CO tomorrow, we will uh, we'll start loading up and training and live training. And I'd like to be playing around in there late next week. Um, and you know, by the end of the month, first part of April for sure, we'll be rolling. It's a it's, it's quite a process to open up a new restaurant, isn't it? It is. And, you know, it's taken longer to renovate this building than it did to build Gulfport. Uh, You know, obviously there's some supply chain issues and a lot of contractors are busier than they've ever been. But I never really anticipated that. But, uh, you know, it hasn't been from a lack of effort. It's just taken us um, three or four extra months. Okay, so but let's kind of share a little bit of this with people. The fact is, okay, so you you had this incredible location, the former McElroy's location in Ocean Springs, 
And when you guys developed a, a, a vision for how you were going to take advantage of this incredible water location, this beautiful view, these amazing oaks, this great opportunity for, with deep water access, et cetera, uh, and this building, which, you know, the, the bones were good, but you made it very clear that what you guys were going to do, people would not recognize it. So sometimes if I, I've been through a process of, of renovating before, sometimes building from scratch is easy easier, isn't it? Man, you know, uh, they, that's that's what everybody always says, you know, like, oh, God, just build new. I mean, I get it. But, you know, again, like you said, I mean, yes, this location, the original restaurant, Fisherman's Wharf, as I understand it, um, was built in the mid-90s. Um, so, the you know, the location in the building, I mean, th in this building, you know, this is one of these restaurants that reminds me of, of like, the Annie's and the the old Brazils before Katrina, you know, like land wasn't as expensive then as it is now. So, you know, you walk in this kitchen and the kitchen in, in the Ocean Springs restaurant is, you know, probably damn near the, the same size as the, the main dining room in Gulfport because, you know, 30 years ago or 35 years ago, people built kitchens we actually have an employee restroom, you know, like you have all this space and, um, yeah, but we're, we're going to be ready to go. It's going to be a good addition to, uh, Jackson County and, you know, the Eastern end of the coast. I think, uh, this should be a so, fun spot. So, so for people who have not been to Marina Cantina before in Gulfport, uh, I, I mentioned the last time we were on the show that I don't think I've ever been there by car. <laughs> I've always right. gone by, by boat. And I mean, that's sort of one of the calling cards of the Marina Cantina sort of brand. Um, boy, in the case of Ocean Springs, what a great opportunity you have to, again, once again, draw people there by boat. And you've really worked hard to take advantage of that, haven't you? We have, man. We, uh, Ivan, you know, he bought the building and, and, added a big giant back deck on and then we've been doing all the other stuff but yeah i mean we were both when he i think i mentioned this before he originally called and he goes man you want to do uh you want to do a marina cantina in ocean springs and i said well where and he said the old mcelroy's and i was like man uh, uh this has to be on the water he goes well it is on the water and we're like what you know <laughs> i had driven past it a hundred times and never realized that it could be boat accessible um, so that's what pushed, that's what kind of, you know, nudged me over the finish line, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the big fourth down moment for Marina Cantina was when we realized, you know, Hey, we can create a boaters hangout. And, you know, a lot of the people we know in Jackson County, um, they come to Marina Cantina by, by water. I mean, they leave their house and take a 20 minute boat ride and they'll, come to Gulfport and I think we'll see a lot of the same boats in each place um, on the weekend. I think it'll be, you know, people in Gulfport heading Ocean Springs and vice versa. That's the plan anyway. Well, I'm, I'm sure it will happen. I'm sure it will happen. But if you choose to go by car, uh, you guys got a great parking lot there and you've got a great sort of setup so that when people get there, they can choose to eat inside or outside and see some of the most beautiful views on the coast. I mean, it's kind of, again, that's kind of your calling card of your restaurants. You want to have water view. We do. We do. I mean, I, I had a conversation, uh, we're working with a group right now. Uh, on a project in Alabama, 
I don't want to jinx myself, but we should have some ink dry here in the next few days, maybe by tonight, actually. But, you know, and that's what one of the architects, he's from, uh, he's from Baton Rouge. And uh, he, we kind of went on a field trip last week and we, we started in Ocean Springs. We hit Gulfport. Then we hit the butcher shop. Base St. Louis, and we ended up in Slidell, and that's what he said. He said, "Man, you know, how long is it taking you to do these buildings?" And I said, "Well, it's taken a lot longer than if we were building them in the middle of big box chain developments, right?" The yeah. the waterfront location to me is always it's always people want to gravitate toward the water. The people yeah. that live here, and then the people that visit here, it just seems like to me the natural spot you know like yeah. let's if you're going to drink a cold beer or have a margarita or you know watch the sun go down it just it's always better on the water the closer you are it, it is and, and which is i mean that's just uh that's just the way it is and that's why coastal mississippi has this unique position in the entire region to be able to attract people here because we're this collection of wonderful small communities, each with their own special sense of place that together create this really incredible economic engine for the rest of the state. And it all derives from, whether it's from an economic point of view, like Ingalls or Stennis, or whether it's from just a restaurant or just enjoying sitting out on the beach, it all comes from... The proximity to water. I mean, we're lucky to live in a coastal community. Well, hey, so look, what the, sto the story you and I didn't get into the last time, we'll start it here, we'll finish on the other side, is that uh, our friend Sh Sonny Schindler, who is a terrific charter boat captain with Shore Thing Charters, has consistently bragged about the work that you've done over time to, to really accommodate charter boat captains. And we, in the last time you and I talked about, you know, the Pearl and, you know, uh, downtown, uh, downtown Bay St. Louis and the connectivity to the waterfront and the, the way that charter boats can come and park and people can bring their food in and have it cooked. And yeah, and I just, I love that story, but it didn't start yeah. out that smooth. Did it buddy? No, 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 no. It did not start off. Uh, no, it started off with me racking up some legal bills with, uh, your friend Robert Schwartz, actually, um, we had to we had to back had to back step a little bit back in the day, um, and you know it, it was what started off is just a completely innocent thing. As the world turned back then, there were actually laws. Uh, the DMR had laws on the books that were enforceable, and. You know, they kind of explained it to us, and that's when we said, well, let's try to work together because we feel this is no, I'm not bartering. There was a rule on the books, the Mississippi State Department of Marine Resources had a rule on the books that basically said it is illegal to barter for anything if you're bartering with seafood that comes out of the Mississippi water. So let's do this. What what was happening was the charter boats would come back, their guests would bring their food, their catches up. You guys would cook that for them, and well, they, they proceed. Hang, actually, they would hang out under the restaurant, you know. And yeah. Then, we'll come back to that, but we'll, it, just in summary, uh, they perceived that to be against the rules legally, and you were in some big trouble. So, we as a result of your challenge and your legal maneuvering, you were able to sort of reach a conclusion. We'll come back on the other end of this and yeah. uh, after the break and continue the conversation. Okay.
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. So uh, I have Thomas Jennon, who's a restaurant entrepreneur, and we're telling the story about how he got in a little bit of, uh, of uh, hot water because of uh, something he did. And let me tell you, I went to Cabo San Lucas and, and with my family. We had a great trip called you know, I caught my first striped marlin. We caught dolphin and tuna. And when we got back, we brought the tuna back to the hotel where we were staying. And the chef there prepared sushi and all kinds of stuff for us. And it was just a great experience. You would think, you know, that's normal and that we should just be able to do that. Well, that's actually not always been normal in Costa Mississippi. And I don't think, Thomas, when you guys first started to do this, you had any thought that it was illegal. But you discovered it was. And so continue the story. <laughs> yeah, well, so we built, I built Shaggy's in the Pass Harbor. We started in 06, opened in 07. So you also have to remember now, like, the coast is still in the dust of Katrina. I mean, there's like, every city was in a little FEMA trailer. I think the DMR didn't even have an off. I think the DMR might have had an office somewhere in the destroyed harbor. You know, so it was, it was kind of. It wasn't as organized as it is now, and if you needed to talk to somebody, it was a, you didn't you know you had to find them. You couldn't just pick the phone up and drive to Biloxi. But anyway, yeah. So we would have customers. They'd come in by boat. They'd been fishing all day or whatever, and they would clean their fish. Maybe we'd clean it. Maybe we'd all be cleaning fish, and then you know everybody's standing around drinking a cold beer and hanging out, and the sun's going down and. One night, we just started frying a bunch of trout and redfish and letting them eat it. And next thing you know, it was like, man, this is pretty cool, you know. And uh, I had some little stickers made, and we would give them to certain charter captains like Sonny, you know, and all of his short thing guides. And that way, when customers would come in with their bag of fish, it would have the sticker on it. My staff knew exactly what to do with it, so we would just kind of cook it for them. And then, uh, I guess a couple months goes by, and then knock, knock, you know, here comes the DMR enforcement guys. They're like, look, this has to stop immediately. This is, like, bad. This is illegal. Um, You know, and and I was kind of taken back by it because I'm like, well, you know, I I mean, we're just the restaurant trying to have fun with everybody and I knew in you know in Orange Beach and in Destin it was common just from going there myself and so long story short we uh yeah I just didn't want to just cave and just roll over and because it was you know I mean it was so cool you know and we uh we I basically called Schwartz I said man look this is what's going on and you know we all kind of kicked it around and uh we basically basically kind of said that we weren't going to stop, so to speak, you know, and what what's really, you know, I think if I recall correctly, Robert said, well, you might just have to go to jail over it. Do you want to do it that bad? I said, well, yeah, I kind of do, Robert. Now it's kind of, you know, what are we supposed to do now? Tell everybody we can't do it, you know, because there's this old law in the books. And we basically asked the DMR for a sit-down meeting and then, me and Schwartz and a couple of my guys, if I recall, we went and met in Biloxi, um, and we 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 kind of explained it to them, 
And I think everybody in the room, after we explained it, uh, they were like, well, you know, this does make sense. Maybe we should create a new rule here that says, you know, commercial businesses, restaurants and charter, you know, licensed Mississippi charter captains um, can engage in this sort of uh, shared services, right? Where Sonny's group of four men that just caught speckled trout and flounder and they're staying at the Hollywood casino, they can come to the Blind Tiger or at the time Shaggy's or whatever, whatever restaurant, Steve's Marina restaurant in, in Long Beach, wherever. And the charter captain can bring his customers there and the restaurant can prepare their fish and everybody can win-win. And basically, man, they did present this to the legislatures in Jackson, and they changed the rule. They did a deal where uh, I forgot exactly how I forget exactly how it reads, but basically, um, fin fish um, can be served between restaurants and charter customers. I think it's like within a half a mile of the marina. Or maybe it's a mile from the marina, you know. But they, it, you know, it was. I was shocked. It was like, wow, we we went and had a ninety-minute little sit-down, and like six months later, I get something in the mail saying, "Hey, look, this is the new bill, and you can legally advertise and do this now." Wow. Now that doesn't take that takes care of the DMR part of it. That doesn't necessarily take care of the health department part of this whole thing. Um, but I, you know, I think we're, I think we're good. Um, yeah. you know, but the health department always has their, you know, they have their rules too and their regulations. And sometimes it's hard to get three or four government agencies to all just kind of go with what works for one agency. Does that make the, look, it, as I mentioned about my experience in Cabo and you mentioned, of course, uh, in Florida and Alabama, uh, it's a no brainer. <laughs> It's a no-brainer to do this, and sometimes you just have to be—you have to have someone who's willing to kind of, you know, stand up and be bold and and force for the right thing to happen, and and to work hard toward the right thing to happen. So we get what I would refer to as the as the Jenin Bill. Yeah. <laughs> so this has been a restaurant entrepreneur Thomas Jenin. Good luck with your Marina Cantina Ocean Springs yeah, opening. We'll come back to you again in a month or so and see how that's going and we'll keep the conversation going. We really enjoy you as I'll, our guest. I'll make sure I'm posted up at the back deck bar down there. Yeah, you bet. You bet. We'll Good to see you, my right friend. Here. Okay, thank you. Have a great weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.